Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Shush, Julie. Cord. Hi, Julie. She can't hear you, but she's back there yapping and tapping. He said hi, Julie, okay? It's not about you, though, so shush, okay? It's my podcast time. I'm trying to record my friends. God. Okay. And we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts in the world. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mike? Yo, what's up? I'm ready. I'm so I'm ready for ready. this. I'm ready to I've rock. never been more ready for anything in my entire life. Wow. That means you're very, very ready. You hear that, folks? He's fucking ready. I'm ready too, man. I'm so ready to go today. It's like, I'm just like, I feel like, I feel like it's just like, I just took an overload of cocaine and life and I mixed them maybe together. Maybe you did. <laughs> maybe I did. Or maybe it was, <laughs> it was half Red Bull and just a really good turd. That's true. That does, Sometimes that I have does a good you. dump. I'm like, I can do anything. I'm not a big Red Bull guy though. Like I used to drink it with mixed drinks in college, which I feel probably aged my heart terribly <laughs> in the long run of life. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. I don't really like the taste. No, like. Red Bull tastes the same. And like, I don't know, whenever I have a, even a sip of Red Bull, I, I immediately think of just bad choices. That's right. And speaking of bad choices, if you are not following us on all social media channels at Frat Chat Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that is a bad choice. So make sure you do that. Give us a follow. Yeah, we post some very entertaining content. And while you're there, make sure you give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on Instagram, and even on TikTok, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. Make sure you also give my good buddy here, Simo, a follow at Seymour Comedy on Twitter and Chris.more.comedy on Instagram. Yeah, see, that right there is called a smooth plug operator. Yeah, and I don't know why I called it that. That's kind of weird. Anywho, um, also speaking of social media, um, you posted a picture of a tight shirt that the gays would claim <laughs> is not tight enough. Uh, That's the well, difference between just, you and me, bruh. Well, I'm just saying I'm, I was having the time of my life, actually, because that is immense large. And if you could see, uh, my guns are protruding quite nicely, which means I've been doing something right, brother. So you want me to tell you something, brother? Get out there to, uh, to the kids. So, to the pod, so it was to too tight in the arms. Could you button the buttons in the front? I could. Okay, that's that. good. You know, and it's honestly, funny. With, with it open, it looked kind of cool, I have to say. But I, I'm afraid that, you know, mid-flex, because you know, Simo, I like to pump my guns a lot mid-conversation. It's just something I do. You know, it makes me makes me feel strong, makes me look strong, all the above. Okay. So I was afraid that, you know, <laughs> mid-conversation with you one day, I'd be like, oh, hey there, Simo, how you doing? And then you're going to hear a tss, and everybody's going to think I'm poor. 
and not emphasize And then you're going to turn green when you get so mad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, uh, in the gay community, let's see, if I lost like 20 pounds, my doctors would be like, what is going on? You look emaciated. And I would be like, well, the gays at Boxers told me I'm still fat. (laughs) <laughs> man alright but I think that's enough because I want to get right to it man okay you know because all this talk about the 90s that we've done and you know slangs from the past I was feeling a little nostalgic here at the Fragile Podcast so we decided to put that nostalgia to use people and what we're going to do is we're going to take a trip down memory lane well it's mostly your memory though oh yeah but that usually happens with old age SEMO you know, so it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to hire someone for you. You know, I know you're getting about that age. We might need assistance. And I do know that you already have What's a young up, Asian boy by your side, but I don't think he's there for memory purposes. So uh, I'll make sure to get you a good nurse. Don't worry. I put that on my list. Okay. Well, well list. I definitely know. <laughs> I definitely am, uh, remember Disney. Yes. So, so we're gonna go, we're gonna chat a little, a little movies, and not just any regular chat, because I don't know about you, Mister Mo, but I've always been drawn to the bad guy just a little bit. So we're gonna talk bad guys here, okay? And we're gonna figure out just who was the baddest of them all, which is why we here at the Frat Chat Podcast are happy to announce the first ever Frat Chat Podcast Tournament of Movie Doom and other bad stuff too. Brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. That's right. I included the name in it twice, you know, so people don't forget. It's it's called marketing, Simo. Okay, it's what you do. <laughs> you put your name all over it. In fact, if I could have put the name even more, I would have. I would have been called the Frat Chat Frat Chat of Frat Chat Frat Chat, but then no one would know what the fuck we're talking about. So here we are. But okay, we're going to get right to it. Okay. The rules are simple. We have the movie baddies broken out. Uh, from five different categories. We have fantasy, we have sci-fi, we have some superhero flicks, we have sports, we have horror, plus a very special mystery category that we'll reveal later. And you know, we're gonna go through this in a, in a tournament style bracket, and since there's only two of us, if we ever have any disagreements, we're, we're gonna call you know, our friends, uh, slash the people who say they care about us because, you know, we pay them to. And times are tough right now. So if you want to feed your families, you'll fucking answer! Sorry, I got a little carried away there. You know, please forgive me. But, you know, we're going to call them as their tiebreaker, and we both agree that whatever they decide is final. So once we have the vote, we're good, and the consequences on our life will be forever. That sounds great. I just have to say one thing. And there's on. one person not on this list who I think is the biggest bitch of cinema. And for that reason, I think it's the biggest villain in the whole world. And Go that on. person is Amber from Clueless. Amber from Clueless? Yep. What a bitch. Really? That's what, that, that's what you stopped the show for? To talk about Amber from Clueless? And you know what? No, it, Amber from Clueless was a rich, snobby kid. Similar to our current president situation. So I think that when you are privileged, um, that borders on the line of white supremacy. And that's the real villain of today. But maybe next <laughs> list we can have, we can have um, uh, some white supremacist villains that we can roast. Because they are unfortunately the ones in power. That's all I wow. wanted to say. Wow, you just put a really dark spin on Clueless. That I never thought I would hear. And I'm sorry, I should have also said um, 
Uh, Brittany Murphy, um, we miss you <clears throat> and rest in peace. Yes, because that doesn't make it even more depressing. <laughs> why her, yeah. God? Why her? And why not Jerry Fogel? Subway Ooh, yeah. Well, he's, I think he's in a, he'd rather be dead right now where he's at. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you that much. Probably got a mouthful of dick at the moment. Okay, let's go. Ooh, speaking of mouthful of dick, we're going to go right into the fantasy category. I don't know why I segue that. I don't think that connects us away. And that sounds well, I know creepy. why. Because this first one is a gay icon. Ooh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So on the first corner, on the first matchup of the night, we have this very evil lady. She convinced Ariel to give up her voice. In order for her to find love by that beautiful Prince Eric, who looks like someone you know just a little bit. She's half woman, half squid, or half squid, half woman. I don't really know. Her name is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. I just want everyone to know that she's conniving because of the things that she did, not because she's overweight. That's true. Okay, I feel like it's important to say. Okay, and then who's she going up against? She's up against, oh, this motherfucker just makes my blood boil just even thinking about him because he was also a trickster. But what he did was trick Simba to leave the pride after he murdered his father, Mufasa, in one of the most heart-wrenching scenes that I've ever seen in my life. And I'm shedding one single tear as I talk about it. He is it's wet. the baddest lion. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually sweating profusely as I'm doing this, just so you guys know. But his name is Scar from the Lion King. I mean, these two are bad motherfuckers. I have to They're say. both bad. Uh, and I will say that, that Scar left me crippled as a child. That's, However, that's in retrospect, I have to say... That Ursula took this bitch's voice and then took her man? Like, what a low blow. You know what I mean? That is a low blow. That is a low blow. Because, I mean, sure, Scar's like, yeah, I killed your dad. But, yeah, whatever. If you think about it, it's kind of what lions do. You know? So, I don't really know if we should hold them accountable considering those are the laws of nature. You know? That's how the fuck else is he supposed to become king? You know? I don't know. That's just me. But I took your man, says Ursula. <laughs> I just think that, you know, when I think of, when I think of a, a villain, I think of, like, powerful and almighty. Yeah, um, and she's very conniving, too. I feel like, I feel like uh, Scar maybe just made more so of a power play here, which, I mean, it's, it's ruthless, but they are lions, so that's kind of how they do it. What made him powerful <laughs> was that he had a bunch of hyena friends. Yeah, he had Anyone can do that. So That's my true. vote goes for Ursula because she's resourceful. You know what, Mr. Mo? I think we're going to start on an agreement right here because I agree Ursula is such a conniving butthole that I got to vote with her too. So she moves on to the next round. And again, guys, it has nothing to do with her weight. Nothing to do nothing with to the do fact with that she's severely overweight. But damn, uh, she's got to get that under control. You know? I mean, right? She's swimming all the goddamn time. I don't, I don't know how she can't lose a few pounds. That's just me. Well, she is a witch. Like she can take people's voices and shit. Are you saying you can't cast a spell to use a few pounds? I refuse to believe that, Ursula. So do it. We believe in you. You can make it happen. Okay? That's from us here at the Frat Chat Podcast. Now be nicer. Anyways, for this next battle, we have this bastard killed Harry Potter's parents. And before that... He made sure to be the most feared wizard in the world when he would go out and terrorize everybody in the wizard world. 
He is disgusting. He is evil. Don't let him hit you with that avocadabra. And worst of all, don't let him put that disgusting nose on ya. His name is He Who Shall Not Be Named Voldemort. And then he's up against one of the most cruel, conniving motherfuckers I ever saw in Disney, right? So this guy comes in, and I, I mean, this is just the way I look at it. He would use mind control to get what he wants, including women, which I don't know about me, sounds a lot like a Disney roofie. His name is Jafar. You know what? That is a Disney roofie. What a Cosby it's a Disney special. Roofie. Right. Wow. Like, I, I'm, I'm shocked that Cosby didn't voice Jafar. Like, you say, uh, just come look into my snake and you wake up. Uh, <laughs> and you won't remember much in the beginning. Of that. <laughs> Man. And that, little, and that little parrot was annoying. I will say, and then I, please don't but judge me like for him. this, but I've never watched any Harry Potter movie. However, I will wow. say that Vold was it, how do you pronounce it? Voldemort, 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 Voldemort. So like a hard T. Hard T. Amongst um, other things. Yeah, that nose is. It's like <laughs> it's like a cleft lip that went. That went that crazy. went north a few inches, right? Like it totally is. I'm with you here. Can you uh, even I breathe? Like I mean, I kind of sympathize <laughs> with them. If you can't breathe, that's gotta suck. <laughs> People are like, I can't wear my mask because I can't breathe. Well, Voldemort isn't complaining. He like barely has a nose. So I think. I think in between scenes, uh, Voldemort is literally just hanging out like, <laughs> God's breathe. <laughs> I, I, I want to say Jafar because I think that um, uh, mind control to get ass is very bad. But I don't know Voldemort well enough. So I think this vote is on you. Fuck. I mean, Voldemort was a bad motherfucker. Okay. So the whole story here is that he was very evil. And, you know, uh, he tried to kill Harry Potter and his family when Harry Potter was a baby. His parents do die, but Harry Potter is somehow able to stop him. And, you know, Voldemort's super weekend. He decides to come back, blah, blah, blah. But really, this is more of a story of revenge here. And then, you know, trying to get his shit back. He was the baddest I, motherfucker. You, you know, you, live, you go through life looking like that. I mean, like, who... <laughs> sure, who do you, you got to kill a few people. You who know, did just you a take to prom? His mom? That's, I mean, if anyone's going to uh, go to prom with him, it's probably going to be a relative. And that's sad to me. He looks like he went to prom in his basement. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Jafar um, just looks like a creepo And like what an annoying a bird And he like at least I mean Voldemort was all like murder And sadistic punishments but he wasn't into rape I think like I draw the line of rape So uh, You know I'm, I, I think And I'm gonna I know I'm gonna catch a lot of hate For this but for personal reasons I just like Jafar more than Voldemort I think Voldemort's a little badass in his own way Um I don't know. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Jafar, too. Okay. Yeah, we well, have made up to there we have it. Round, ladies and gentlemen. However, that means the fun needs to keep it moving, because otherwise we're going to be here for like four hours. So let's get right to it. This evil lady, she, uh, she's actually, she's kind of sassy. She's kind of hot in her own weird way. So I don't really know, like, what her problem was. But she's another one that knows how to do a Disney roofie. Like, what the fuck, man? This is this is like a theme here because she roofied the Sleeping Beauty who was literally asleep for like 100 years? How long was she asleep for? I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows, you know? Because I'm too lazy to read. 
But that is pretty evil. That is something I do know. So ladies and gentlemen, her name is Maleficent. Wait, well, how'd you pronounce her name? Maleficent. Maleficent? You say <laughs> Maleficent. Maleficent. Like that? Yeah, I Maleficent. Know, I'm for it. It looks like molester to me. It sounds like molester <laughs> to me. I don't like it. And she's up against this evil woman. Try to make 101 puppies into a jacket, for God's sakes. So that's as much introduction as I'll give her. She's Cruella DeVille. In a way, she reminds me of uh, the grandma in Arrested Development. (laughs) (laughs) She's so sassy and evil and such a bitch. But yeah, you know, she's the whole puppy thing. Not a fan. Not a fan. You know, I'm not a fan of, you know, killing puppies. Obviously, um, but Just I do I do wear leather pants, and that came from some animal. So <laughs> I kind of feel like a hypocrite. A hypocrite if I'm like uh, I don't like Cruella Deville because she kills animals with fur. Apple Let me tell you, if someone gave me a, a, a fur jacket. Um, I don't. I just don't want to know what animal it was or where it came from. But if it, if it looked good and felt good, I'm gonna take it. Um, Maleficent. I I feel like if I can sympathize with the villain, then I don't think of him as much of a villain. I really felt bad. And you know what? The whole the whole story starts out really with um, a baby shower that invited the entire kingdom except for this bitch. If they would have invited her and been inclusive, um, well, then they wouldn't did. have a problem. They did. Her invitation got lost in the mail. They explained that to her. But, you know, and it happens, you know? Like, remember my birthday this year uh, where you weren't there? Well, I did invite you. The invitation got lost in the mail, you know? It, 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 it totally happens. It's not my fault. You can, you, can, you can blame the mailman. I think he has a thing against me, you know? So it's kind of totally his fault, just FYI. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah, see, I, let me tell you. Hit her, hit her with the old last in the mail. She'll never suspect anything. <laughs> if you invited everyone except for me to baby shower, um, yeah, yeah I'm gonna Simo, do- I wouldn't want you anywhere near my baby. Are you serious? Why? <laughs> because you're white. And then one day you'll try to teach him how to cook and shit, you know, and I'll get home and like, hey, daddy, I made you something delicious. And I'll taste it. It's like, where's the salt, son? And then I'll send him right to the adoption home. Um, I'm the best <laughs> thing that happened to your kid. It would be the best dressed kid in all of time. So, um, <laughs> that's I true. He, that's true. Maleficent, you know, to make someone fall asleep for a hundred years, is that really the worst thing? I mean, they bypassed a lot of like, like crazy times and like the plague and like no electricity and then you wake <laughs> up and like and during the industrial revolution like that's a favor that's true and she didn't make age, me fall asleep nice. over through 2020 i'd be so appreciative uh, that, that's true and she she did look exactly the same when she woke up so she's still pretty so, so i'm know, torn nice. on these i'm torn on. i think i don't know cruel Deville, i think has a a black heart yeah but I think she's just i mean it's her name is literally devil yeah. Which is devil or but, evil. Oh, my God. I never noticed that before. And first name, Cruella, which is cruel. <gasps> so her name is Cruel of Evil. Oh, then that's that says it right there. Okay, that's my vote. Yeah, I, dude, I, I, didn't, I didn't know we would fucking be in so much agreement. But I agree, man. She There was nothing nice about her. She was mean to everybody. So, yeah, her fashion sense was her one saving grace. Meanwhile, like, like you said, you know, you can, you can kind of relate 
uh, to Mystery Woman with the M name because I cannot say it. Maleficent. Uh, Maleficent. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're making progress here, Simo. See, I said it. You didn't even believe in me, but I did it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I also want to say for the record to all of our listeners, I know Maleficent was played by Angelina Jolie, who's a phenomenal actress, but she's also a home-wrecking hussy, and I will never forget what she did to Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, never mind. I, I don't even want to go into this conversation of the, the black hole of Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Angelina Jolie, Love Triangle, because I just do not understand how anybody could ever, ever leave Jennifer Aniston. But that's me just too. me. Moving on. Okay. So we have made it through the fantasy round. So for the next part of the bracket, we're going to move right into the a very cosmic cool one, and it's the sci-fi round. Science fiction, as we say in the biz. You know, I don't know if, I don't know if you know that. You know, I am, as they say, uh, uh, a connoisseur of the film biz, Simo. So, you know, just just establishing the sci-fi means science fiction. You know, moving on. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this first guy, I wasn't sure if he was white or if he was black. I, you know, I was, I was quite confused because they showed his face and he was white, but he was played by, by uh, James Earl Jones, who is a black guy. So I don't know. Uh, he's quite evil. He's quite bad. He is Luke Skywalker's daddy. He is Darth Vader. Do you ever wish he was your daddy? I don't know if you could teach me to force the things I could do to myself if I didn't even have to touch myself. I mean, what? Uh, <laughs> and his opponent. I actually just saw this movie recently again. I uh, saw the whole trilogy, actually, because Julie had never seen it. And this guy must be loaded, the guy who is in this movie, because he's in this movie and he's also in Lord of the Rings as Correct. a main character. So, yep, so he must be rolling in dough. He hates everything that is humankind, and especially that damn Mr. Anderson. He is Agent Smith from The Matrix. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But, but wanna, I do think wanna, that Darth, Darth Vader is iconic. Darth Vader is so iconic, but man, I feel like Smith is too. And if you think about it, Darth Vader, how does how does Star Wars uh, story on Darth Vader end? With him turning good and helping Luke defeat the Emperor, you know? So I'm like, you know, he kind of saved the day. Without without Darth Vader, there's no victory, you know? But was Agent, Smith, Agent Smith even a real person? Was any of that ooh, real? Ooh. Well, he, technically, yes, because anything that happened in the Matrix, if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. And also, in one of the movies, he... Uh, basically infects a guy in the real world so he you know like he killed him and took over uh his phone call that gets him back into his body from the matrix into the human world and then he was in him so he literally possessed a guy you know that's like some some devil shit all right listeners there's there's a lot of spoilers in this episode so i mean the fucking (laughs) movie came out like 20 years ago i think if they haven't seen it by now then let sylvester stallone breastfeed you because that's what i call a tough titty you're on your own, people. Well, we, we, we saw in the earlier, I mean, it's weird with Star Wars, the, the, the first three episodes came out after the 
fourth, fifth, and sixth, correct? So uh, correct. Um, so we grew up. I didn't grow up. This is before me. But I guess my parents grew up <laughs> thinking Darth Vader was a fucking asshole. But then you see, um, it was a young Anakin Skywalker. In he was the, so nice. I misunderstood. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess it took a, what, a few years for the third one to come out. So you hate Darth Vader for the longest time. And the last one. I get what you're saying. So, okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think my vote is for Agent Smith. Five in a row. I'm, I just got to go with it. When you hear him talking about how he views humans as just this insignificant, disgusting beings, and you can see it in his face. Like and he says man, it with those teeth. I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this man just wants people to suffer. He wants to exterminate them. He just wants to fucking destroy us all. He's got to be. He's got to move on. I love you, Darth. I just love you too much. I can't. I can't hate you enough to make you move on. So you should look at it as a compliment. Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. This next one, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the the Star Wars train rolling because who controlled Darth Vader is that evil Emperor Palpatine every from Star Wars and he's up against the T eight thousand and he will be back because it's Arnold in Terminator One. So note there is a difference between the Arnold models uh, in Terminator 1 and 2 in the sense that the Terminator 1 one, he's evil. In Terminator 2, he is the good guy. So note there is a difference. So you got to judge it here from his evilness and not his goodness. Because the good one, even though it looked like Arnold, was not the same Arnold. It was a different model, just the same face. Well, then Arnold wins for me because that the, the, he was evil as fuck. He scared the hell out of me. He shot whoever he wanted to shoot took out whoever he needed to that was in the way of getting uh, that chick. So so you're going with Arnold. Wow, Mr. Mo. I do agree he was terrifying, and it's actually one of my favorite movies in the history of time. But I have to, I have to say, the Emperor was so goddamn evil. He fucking got into Anakin, a young Anakin Skywalker's mind, as you just so, so eloquently explained, and then convinced him to join the dark side, which led him to kill the love of his life and betray everything but, that was ever in his life. But let life. me ask you this. Have you ever gone to sleep and had a bad dream about the Emperor? Has he ever haunted you? Because I feel like if you would have put, if you would have sit down a 10-year-old and say, watch this movie and watch this movie, and you tell me tomorrow morning who gave you the most fucked up dreams, they're going to say Terminator. Mm, I, I, I do agree. I do agree. But, but the Emperor is just so evil. Like, if it was up to the Emperor, he would have his own Terminator to then come into it. Because he not only does shit himself, but he, does, he creates other things to do their bidding. Like, Darth Vader might be able to just slice open the Terminator with, with a lightsaber very quickly. Yeah. He doesn't even need a Terminator. So, I don't know. I got to keep with the Emperor. So, I think it's going to come down to our first, our first tiebreaker. And I actually know just who to call for this one. Who's a, who's a Star Wars a Star Wars nerd? Because we should not call them. That's a biased opinion. <laughs> well, I know this person likes both of these films just as much as I do. So it's a good one. And this is Mr. Daniel Nemeth, one of your favorite people. I love Dan. Okay. All right, let's do it. Hold on one second. Let me switch my audio. Come on. Come on. 
Oh, Yo, right, what's up, Nemeth? We have the return of Dan Nemeth! <laughs> Dan, you sound like you just woke up. No, sorry, I'm just distracted because I'm cooking. Oh, what you making? Oh, uh, I'm making sausage. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say um, cup of noodles. We asked, you, we asked you what you're making, not what you're taking. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we're gonna get right to it. We need your help because we are stuck here between these two bad motherfuckers. And as you know, you know the premise of the tournament here. We're looking at the top bad guys in movie history, and we got Emperor Palpatine, obviously from Star Wars, against the T800. Played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 1. Ooh, that's tough. That's a toughie. Now, Rick, we can't tell Dan who voted for what. No, we can't tell him because then he might be swayed. Especially like... Do you guys have any kind of rubric that you're using for this? It might be that you hate him. He might be sadistic. He might just be because he kills in cold blood. You know, there's got to be different things that stand out to you. So... Go with your gut, Nemeth. All right, I'll say this. Uh, I think that the Terminator was better portrayed on film than Palpatine was, but as far as people I don't want coming after me, I would take a Terminator any day over Palpatine. Palpatine's got way more fucking power than self-awareness. Fuck that shit. Yeah, you see, that's what I've said. Like, Darth Vader... Might not even, you know, with Darth Vader by his side alone, he could just fucking destroy Terminator. And Palpatine's even stronger than he is, you know? So I'm more scared of him. He's evil. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then I don't want to play this fucking game anymore, okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this well, is my reasoning. My whole thing is, like, if I watch these two movies back to back, I'm going to leave feeling some kind of way about Terminator because, because of how it was portrayed uh, in the film. Uh, it just it, it left me with the heebie-jeebies. Oh. oh, yeah, it's definitely creepy. But... Like, I'm looking at this emperor, and he just looks like a little bitch with some bad contacts. Oh, because you don't even know what the emperor can do, son. Plus, plus he's conniving, you know? Yeah, he's conniving, but I also feel like I could just punt him across a football field. You hear that, Nemeth? It's called Simo Cries, Simo Cries, Simo Cries. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get back to it, so we'll let you get back to your long sausage. Yeah. Don't eat it all in one bite, sir. Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, gentlemen. Enjoy the evening. All right, bruh. Ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, so, Mr. Simo, we had our first disagreement of the evening. And I'm happy to say, ladies and gentlemen, just like, you know, uh, the right side of history belongs with Carlos, Emperor Palpatine is moving on. He's moving on. He's moving on. Well, I, I still disagree. On. And um, as far as He's I'm concerned, on. you're on the couch. He's What's the next on. one? Oh, Jesus. Hold on, I'm, I'm celebrating a little longer. He's moving on. He's moving on. He's moving on. Okay, okay, I'm not ready. Okay. So, we're going to keep this Terminator train going. The we got T-1000. a train going. Should we, should we call Nemeth back up for this train? <laughs> Come on over and bring that sausage, Nemeth. Yeah, You're boy. needed. <laughs> so we're going to pit the T-1000 from Terminator 2 
not played by Arnold. He was the guy uh, dressed up in the in the cop outfit who would like shape shift and things like that. And he mm-hmm. only had a couple lines in the movie, but he sure was creepy. He was the T one thousand, ladies and gentlemen. Versus, this guy was able to be a dick in several iterations of time. He hated Marty McFly. He is Biff from Back to the Future. See, I think this is an easy one. I I, I don't I don't correlate an annoying meathead with like an ultra violent villain. You know what I mean? Like, I think, he I wait wait wait. He's not just an annoying meathead. He picked up that that book with the sports bets so then as he got older he used it to become a millionaire and like essentially take over the world you know and not only that he married marty mcfly's mom after his dad died and like basically like ruined his life sure he was obnoxious and loud but i i mean he succeeded in quite a bit he almost he almost got away with it too if it wasn't well, yeah, for totally, that mcfly mcfly totally a shitty person for sure but not going to give me nightmares. Like, That's true. Fuck the T-1000, dude, to this day. I actually, I actually really want to watch the Terminator movie. I mean, he was like, he was, he was scary. In, he was indestructible. Yeah. And that scene where he's like, he, when he's talking on the phone to John Connor, he can change his voice to act like he is the stepmom or whatever. And he fucking just like, the stepdad comes in and he's drinking milk. And then he, I guess he talked too loud for the T-1000's liking. And all of a sudden, shaboom! He got hit with a giant hand blade, son. A giant hand blade. That to me is terrifying. So I'm going to go with T-1000. I'm with you. And he's very scared. Good choice, my friend. We're back on the agreement train, Simo. So we don't have to call someone else to agree with me. (laughs) 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 Okay. We got to keep it moving because there's too much action left. Not enough time. This next one. This one started off this lady's career as an all-time badass in space. And it brought the rise of a little-known beauty called Sigourney Weaver, and which made her a badass role. Was this before or after um, Ghostbusters? This was before Ghostbusters, I believe. This is like the late 70s, early 80s, So this, like, made her career. Yeah, buddy. This shit is, I mean, at the time, it was a huge movie. Still is a huge franchise. You can call him a xenomorph, but I just call him an alien. And this evil creature is up against this next guy, which I don't even know if we can call him a guy because he's a robot. Yeah, and he was actually activated on January 8th, 2016. But the movie was made in the 80s, so at the time it was the future, but now it's the past. But anyways, I'm going to cross-eyed. He is highly intelligent. He is fast. He is skilled at combat. And yet, he's still learning how to handle his emotions, just like every single one of us. Manny thinks he's a bad guy, but in the end, I just think the man wants to live. You've seen him in Blade Runner. He is Roy Beatty. Whew. That one time me out, Mr. Mo. I'm exhausted. Man, I need a second. Ooh. Okay, I'm ready. Now, I got to say, uh, I love the portrayal of Roy Beatty, portrayed by the great Ruga Hawa. Sorry for fucking up the name if I did. But I like his portrayal, you know, because uh, I think he does it in a way that actually 
is very similar to me to Agent Smith from The Matrix. If you look at the way he talks and the way he he looks down on people and and also I'm he has so these crazy eyes because I don't remember him. Uh, I remember uh, Wait a second. I'm thinking of Blade. I was going to say was ah! I remember Wesley Snipes? <laughs> no, that's not the same movie. Blade Runner is a classic movie with Harrison Ford, but actually there was a sequel uh, recently with Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. And for the longest time, people thought that it was a remake, so they were shitting on it. And then it came out that it was actually a sequel when the trailer came out, and people were mind blown. And great, great films, both of them. And Roy Beatty is the bad guy in the first one. Do you feel like they picked the pastiest, like, like sun deprived actors to play these. It's always white roles. people too. Like I hope, like as like people are going white. through this, they're, they're, they might be noticing that there's not a, a ton of black people on this list. And that's not because I didn't try to find any, but it's just the fact that white people are always the bad guy. It's like, yeah, you people are just terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, they they both seem very evil, but. Fucking alien. God damn. I mean, alien was able to like spread through like. Oh, yeah. They would plant themselves into plant people. It was contagious. Like you, you couldn't trust anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. that's that's a whole other level of a mind fuck. I don't know. My vote goes for alien. Nice. And you see, for me, originally, I was going to go with uh, Roy Beatty. But here's the thing. After doing some soul searching, some real deep soul searching for this podcast, I realized that, you know what? His journey was one of survival. The guy just, you know, he was set to die after like being like five years old. I think it was the humans were going to deactivate him and there was nothing that they would do about it. And he wanted just to live, you know, so he kind of had to do what he had to do. So if it comes down to me. I'm going to say the alien has to move on. All right, so that's it for, for, was that sci-fi? That is for sci-fi. We're wrapping up, and we're rolling right through. And now we're going to keep going. However, we have to interrupt ourselves real quick because, ooh. Oh, this was a good one. This one is a good one because we have a very special segment brought to you for the first time ever right here at the Frat Chat Podcast. I introduce you. The Battle of Hans. Oh, hello. It is I, Hans. Oh, how are you? It is also I, Hans. Would you like to fight me, Hans? I'd love to fight you, Hans. Okay, Hans, let's fight. Okay, Hans, we shall. These guys didn't fit into any of these categories, but they did have one commonality. Both their names are Hans. And yes, they're quite evil. We have Hans Gruber the bad guy from Die Hard, against Hans Landa, the bad guy Nazi from Inglorious Bastards. What are you thinking, Mr. Mo? Well, you're going to be very disappointed in me, but I don't know either of these guys. Are I, you um, me? No, I'm, not, I'm so embarrassed because the what only Hans, Hans that I know is Hans Solo, and I thought I was going to get major brownie points because, um, you know... You love Star Wars, and that guy is from Star Wars. Oh, yeah? And you would win some brownie points. His name was Hans. His name is Han Solo. H-A-N. Oh. He's not a German guy from space. He's Han. Okay, Han. well, 
<laughs> I I actually haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. I have seen Die Hard, and um, I don't know. I feel like I would have to pick the Nazi. I feel like the Hans Landa. He just yep. I I I feel like um, if I had if I had to pick a more evil person. I can't think of more evil in the world than the Holocaust. You know, yes, Hans Gruber did plan a terrorist attack. You know, he kidnapped uh, Bruce Willis's wife, a bunch of other people. But Hans Landa, just that opening scene from Glorious Bastards, where he has, where the the Jewish people are being hidden in this farmer's uh, basement, and he you know he know that this guy knows that they're there, and you know that he's so slow and methodic, and eventually gets them to run out just to kill them, and he is just so ruthless the whole movie, and he goes into such a good mix of monotone talking. But then all of a sudden, he's just a ruthless killer. I think he has to move on. He is my superior Hans. Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Wow, what a riveting response by Simo. Uh, Yes, that sounds good. And that will do the conclusion of the Battle of the Hans. Oh, hello. It is I, Hans. Oh, how are you? It is also I, Hans. Would you like to fight me, Hans? I'd love to fight you, Hans. Okay, Hans, let's fight. Okay, Hans, we shall. And now we're going to keep going to superhero movies. And this man, this first role became iconic. You know, it's been portrayed by, by quite a lot of people. It was portrayed by my boy, Cesar Romero. Uh, Jack Nicholson portrayed him. Uh, recently, Joaquin Phoenix portrayed him. Mark Hamill has portrayed him as well. Luke Skywalker, that's right. But I think we could all agree that the most uh, well-known slash famous portrayal of him was by that of Heath Ledger. Rest in peace. He is the Joker! And he is up against this evil bastard. He wanted to wipe out half of the universe in just a click snap of his fingers. He is Thanos from the Avengers franchise. And here we go. So, okay. I'm not as familiar with Thanos, although I am a huge fan of Thor. Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth can walk on water. So, Chris Hemsworth, please will be disappointed. But um, but Thanos, I, I almost kind of sympathize because wasn't he... Didn't his father try to kill him? Or wasn't he like kind of the black sheep of the family well look at you doing some quick googling of the comics yes that is said all in the comics i think he kills his dad and then his mom tries to kill him it's a whole thing it's a whole thing we, we won't get into it uh, but in some ways i do kind of think that what he was trying to do was in a weird way kind of good so he wanted to wipe half of the universe off because he knew that there's only a limited number of resources for the people that are out there, you know, for other creatures. So rather than these people starving to death or being killed off by war, if he just snapped his fingers, then half of them just disappear and they die painlessly. And then the other half that stays can basically just prosper and live happily ever after. So... I mean, it sounds really fucked up, obviously. But at the end of the day, 
His reasons were totally not terrible. And once he snapped his fingers, he was done. He retired. So well, he, he had I feel goals. like I'm torn on this one because if he went toe-to-toe with the Joker, sorry, Heath Ledger. Oh, the but Joker's dead. Well, well, again, ooh, sorry too soon. Sorry, guys. That was not nice. I think um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> um It's okay. Heath Ledger won't be mad. Um, <laughs> I, I, but I do think that if you look at these, I'm looking at these two pictures of these two characters, and I do see that, you know, maybe Thanos just needs um, just some good positive role models. I think the Joker is just fucked. I mean, there's no redeeming nah. him. Like he, he's so yeah. far. So, so I, my, my vote goes for the Joker. Although I think he would lose against, is it Thanos? 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 Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to go with. I, I think I think to. he would lose against that fight. But I do think that um, the Joker has an evil heart. I'm with you. I think he's rotten to the core. He doesn't even want money. There's nothing he wants other than to create anarchy and to just be the yin to Batman's yang. So I'm with you. Uh, Joker is moving on. Okay, for this next one, and this one, I admit, if you notice on our list, uh, I kept her picture quite huge while the other ones are more thumbnail size, but it's just because she just looked way too hot for me to want to shrink that down. Uh, she was sassy. She was evil. And she could kick a lot of ass. It is Catwoman, which my favorite portrayal of her was by Michelle Pfeiffer and the original Batman with Michael Keaton, my boy, yeah. Michael Keaton, you know? And she's up against this very, very evil, the very, very ruthless he brought the president of the United States down to his knees before him. He is General Zod. What do you um, think, Mr. Ma? I think that Catwoman has redeeming qualities. I don't think I never really thought of her as like the villain. I thought of um, Penguin as the villain, but I thought of her yeah. as kind of teetering back and forth between good and bad. I thought she was misunderstood. I mean. She just, she just um, misunderstood. Yeah, but but she General Zod, <laughs> the guy was like, "Oh God!" and he was like, "Um, Zod." <laughs> yeah, he's a bad um, motherfucker, right? <laughs> it's pronounced Zod. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I like think, that. You should play the next Zod. You know, <laughs> I I think that that Catwoman was a potential love interest for Batman, and ultimately, I think that if things went well then uh, formal nuptials would have officially made her good. So that's why my my vote goes for Zod. Dude, I'm with you. Zod was an evil, evil man. And if you guys haven't checked out Superman 2 in a while, let me tell you, do it! Because it's honestly still good shit. And I think a little bit of the inspiration behind uh, the X-Men 2 scene where they go into the White House. I thought you were, were going to say inspiration for Bjork because I do get some Bjork vibes from from his his uh, clan. Oh yeah, that's actually what I was going to go with next. Uh, Bjork. <laughs> 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 so yep, Mister General Zod is moving on, and this next guy. I mean, I have to say, he kind of survived some very tricky shit. His parents uh, were. Uh, Killed in concentration camps, so it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool at all. His mother but, was killed in front of him for not yeah. performing 
on the spot. You know, some people get performance anxiety. <laughs> it's true. It's just what happens, you know. Uh, you know, not me, because I take pills for that. Anyways, just a quick doctor call, and I can help <laughs> you too. <laughs> Shout out to Hims. Thank you, Hims. <laughs> but this guy could control metal at will. Which makes he's pretty goddamn formidable because bullets couldn't hurt him, guns couldn't hurt him, tanks, none of that. He could control it all. And he's played by Ian McKellen, which I don't know if you know this, Simo. You and Ian McKellen have a lot in common. You know, like you're both actors, uh, you're both you're both tall, you know, you're you're both white. Um, mm-hmm. you both you both really like you know, big, long, hard uh, uh, characters to dive into as actors, you know? You know, you guys could be brothers. I dive into all sorts of actors on the regular. And you know what? I don't need silverware <laughs> for that. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is Magneto. And he's up against we're going we're going back on the Superman train. You know, before General Zod and even after, there's always been one constant motherfucker trying to get to Superman, and that is real estate tycoon with nothing better to do. His name is Lex Luthor. Which honestly, it's kind of like it's kind of like imagine like if there was a Superman in the world, and for some reason Donald Trump decided he hated him. That's kind of like what this, what, what Lex Luthor is like. If you look at him, he's a real, yeah. literally a real estate millionaire who's just a playboy. And I don't really know why he hates Superman. He just, he just kind of does. <laughs> you know what? Like, I don't know why either. It's like and Trump it, would be like, like, ah, that Superman guy. I don't like him. Okay, he's not really American. Okay, believe me. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, why doesn't he show his birth certificate? Huh? Believe me. You know what? Lex Luthor is like Donald, and Superman is like Obama in the sense that, like, <laughs> Donald just really hated Obama, and I just don't understand why. Like, what was the big, like, no. why did you hate him so much? Why you, you, and he was all like pressed about that birth certificate. Who cares? Oh my that's God. That's true. That's true. And, and both Superman and Obama were in my very sexually confusing wet dream I had yesterday. So oh. it's kind of perfect, you know? Oh, my you know, gosh. That, ca- that counts. That's Julie a washing the too. sheets right now. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, they're all crusted over right now, so it kind of looks like there's a ghost looking at Yuck. you. Yeah, you know? gross. <laughs> Lex Luthor, his father in the TV show, Lionel Luthor, remember that from Smallville? Yeah. Yeah. He's played by a, an actor named John Glover, who went to oh. our college. And he would come back every semester to work with us. And he liked to party. And my friend Tony sucked his dick. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> wow. Um, I think, I don't think Magneto is evil. I think Lex Luthor is. And the reason is because Magneto ultimately was trying to preserve the mutant race. And I think of it as like, what if they weren't mutants? What if they were people of color? And you thought of it that way. Like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't wake up one day and were like, Hey, I want to be discriminated against, you know, I want to be segregated. No, no, no. They, they just woke up and they were, and they're just trying to protect themselves and live happily, you know? So did Magneto take it to some extremes? Yeah. But I do think that, in a weird sense, Magneto to me is kind of like a Malcolm X. 
Yeah, he kind of had to do it, too, because they were coming after to the mutants to kill them all anyways. So it's kind of like, once you said okay. Lex Luthor reminds you of Donald Trump, I was like, sold. He's worse. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, if, if Trump doesn't win in November, I do know there's another Superman movie being made. They should just put him right in there. I'll yeah. get you, Superman. He's already bald, you know. Just just let it go. Everybody will love it. And maybe he'll be liked again. It'll be perfect. Totally. You know? Do it, Donald. God damn you, Superman. Believe me. <laughs> what's what's okay. your vote? I'm going with Lex Luthor as well. I, I don't understand his hate for a guy who does good for the city. I think he just wanted the spotlight. Uh, he's kind of a dick. And I agree with you. Magneto was a tough cookie, but he had to be had to survive his environment. Which means, Magneto, you are staying behind. Lex Luthor, you are moving on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and we are down to two categories left this week. And we're going to go right into sports movies here. And this first one, I think actually we've spoken about this guy on the podcast before, but his stupid blonde hair and his douchey personality and his propensity for wanting to bully other people just made him a perfect 80s villain with his stupid leather jacket and his money. And God, I hated him. I even hate him just describing him. I'm surprised his he name is, isn't Chad. I know. But uh, actually, in the 80s, Johnny's were kind of like the Chads of the 80s. Okay? They, they pretty much oh, went yeah. like that. Yeah, his name is Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid. And everybody, all the, all the dickheads were called Johnny's then. I feel like Chad's, Chad's came later on as an involved version of Johnny. Johnny had a kid named Chad. I think that's what happened. I'm sticking to it. And he's up against this motherfucker killed Apollo Creed. And what did he say? If he dies, he dies. He is Rocky IV's villain, Ivan Drago. Um, he, he terrified me. He was a scary he motherfucker. Was so scary. I mean, I'm looking at him now. I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. Wow, look at that. Um, I never took you for a Dolph Lundgren guy. And then Brigitte Nielsen was his love interest, right? Yeah, who at the time, actually. You know, she actually married Sylvester Stallone uh, after that. She did. And then she went on to Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Life is a cruel joke sometimes. (laughs) This is is a tough one because, man, Johnny Lawrence, what a fucking ass. But um, uh, Ivan, I don't know. I um, wasn't he juicing? Was wasn't he? Um, yes, he was. He was on the. He was on hella juice. He was not doing that shit naturally. Meanwhile, Sly is working his dick off in in the Russian snow, trying to do this naturally. So, I I gotta go myself. I think. Ooh, actually, I don't know. This is really tough. Because at the same time, Ivan Drago was a boxer, and he was a poor guy from Russia who just wanted to make it, and he kind of got, you know, pushed around into doing what the Russians wanted, and he just wanted the spotlight, but he was a killing machine, even though he comes around at the end when he tells the Russian, I fight for me, bitch. Now, now, you know, my grandfather was not a nice person because he drank a lot, but if he wasn't drinking, (laughs) he was very pleasant. So is he the bad person or was he just a victim of addiction? Who knows? It's a big, it's a big debate. So (laughs) I'm a little torn. Ivan is, is, is he a a bad person or is he just doped up on steroids and had the road rage and mad because his balls are shrunk. He had back knee. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, 
Um, That's true. And his options are being a killing machine boxer or being poor as fucking in communist Russia in the late 80s. So, oh, late 80s, I don't and then that was the Soviet Union. They had all yeah, sorts exactly. of shit going on over there. And wow. it was not even the Soviet Union at its peak. It was a fallen apart Soviet Union where there probably wasn't high employment rate. And what the fuck are you going to do when you're like six, seven, 300 pounds? You, you knock people's head off. So I think Johnny Lawrence, meanwhile, just was just a bully. So I think Johnny Lawrence is more evil. Technically, I th- ah fuck, this is tough because Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed, man. Which I can't, I, I can't get past that. I think Ivan Drago has my boat. I have to do it. I have to go with Drago. I have to go with Johnny Lawrence. Ooh, okay. He just looks this- like a little bitch kid that's never been told no and will get away with everything because he has a credit card and um, Daddy will get him out of any predicament. He's that kid. That's going to get pulled over by a cop, and then the cop's going to have his tail between his leg and cry on his back to his patrol car because um, Johnny Lawrence just told him off. Like, he's, he's that asshole. Well, he's even though I Donald voted Trump for Drago, I, ha- I have to get in on, on the roasting. He is like a Brock Turner new karate, essentially. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is Brock Turner. <laughs> okay, well, it seems like we have a tie here. So for a second tiebreaker, I'm going to call a guy who I know for a fact has seen both movies and has no bias either way. He's also he's going to be a first time on his show, but he is a good listener. He's Danny Giometta. Also known as Billy, is that you? One second, let me add him. Yep, everyone on standby. Yeah, right. Because the Frat Chat Podcast reaches the people. And if you only knew the things I had to do to get these people honest about, they were terrible things. Quite powerful. Awful things. Things I'd rather never speak to again. But I digress. One second, please. Hey, Billy. Uh, Billy, is that you? <laughs> What's okay, up? Ladies and gentlemen, so we have for the first time ever in the Frat Chat Podcast, my good buddy, Danny Giamella, aka Billy, is that you? <laughs> and Billy, we need up, you. Guys? We need your help, sir, because we yeah. are we're here stuck in a little bit of a standstill as we go through our bracket of be- top bad guys in movies. I feel like we're both overthinking it. Probably, but the, when this you hear this one, one it's going to be tough. We're, we're talking in sports <laughs> movies right now, and the first one we have Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid. Oh man! And he's up against. Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Ah, you know, the funny thing, I was just watching the first episode of Cobra Kai, so this is Ooh. like, this is like, this hits home right now. That's, a, that's on my list. That's on my list, Billy. That's oh, happening. Man. Yeah, if you're like looking for some nostalgia, I would check that shit out. <sighs> that's a tough one, man. I know, and like, we've gone back and forth about this too, especially with like, the love for Rocky IV and those montages. They're epic. That's true. Um, he killed Apollo Creed. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, I'm gonna have to go with I will crush you, Mr. Ivan Drago, because that guy will tear a hole through anybody right now. You know? <laughs> yeah. I okay, like so it. I have a question for you, and I respect your answer. But my question for you is, do you think what? <laughs> do you think that um, if he wasn't juicing, he'd be a nicer person? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Probably. I mean, like, he had a lot of anger, and uh, I think he, like, you know, he, like, killed Apollo in that movie. He killed like, Apollo Creed! Man, who the fuck does that? That's crazy. <laughs> exactly! Who does that? Could have said it better myself, Bele. Well, everything he, he hit, he destroyed. You know what? I, um, uh, I have to say, Bridget Nielsen... I think was the brains behind their relationship, and when and when Ivan lost to Rocky, didn't she leave him? She did. And if you check out Cree Two, you'll see what happened to him. And I can't spell that one because that just came out too recently. <laughs> I I just sympathize with Ivan so much. Poor guy, just trying to get us a, a, a good life in the Soviet Union. <laughs> it's tough I, I out here. Well, you know, oh, why not? Oh, whoa! I love you. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Jim, <Adam. laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> See you, Billy. Ciao, man. I wish I had the the strength that tears some holes in people. <laughs> But I'm kind of, a, I'm just a one pump chump. But I appreciate that he, that he's so presumptuous to think that I'm just a sexual That's beast. That's true, man. He, that means, that means he believes in you. You so, know what? That gave me, like, that gave me a lot of, um, um, motivation. Ooh. Well, this one, this one might be kind of a similar contest, but for me, it might go the other way because this next guy, he was the coach to the evil Iceland team against Emilio Estevez's Mighty Ducks and Mighty Ducks 2. His name is Wolf the Dentist Stansern. And he's up against a man that was hungry to become the champion, but he took things too far after defeating Rocky Balboa. He is Clever Lang, paid by Mr. T, and I pity the fool who messed with Clever Lang. Um, what do you think, Mr. Mo? I've never seen Mighty Ducks. You've never seen Mighty Ducks. I Zero. know, it's so stupid. Oh my god. And you're a 90s kid too, or, or allegedly. This just proves to me my old man theory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I am older because I actually do I I I do know Mr. T and I'm friends with his daughter. What? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Her name's Erica. T? She's a com- she's a comedian. She's she's so funny. She's oh so remarkable too. She's so great. She's a, she's a Chicago comic, but um, uh, uh, I'm, I guess I'm breaking HIPAA when I say this, but one time, Mr. T, he was a patient of ours when I worked in, in eye care, and I, was, I just happened to be um, working in this one shop uh, just north of Chicago, and I didn't, I didn't realize that's where they lived. And um, he comes into our office for an exam, and he was telling us how, um, uh, I guess he chopped down some tree that was oh. like a historic tree that he wasn't allowed to chop it down but he was like the fuck he's <laughs> like i'm mr t <laughs> i didn't want mr. it mr t i guess it was shading his house or something he's like they can't tell me i can't chop down a tree i'm mr t and i was like i think i think I they can tell you tell me to chop down a tree <laughs> i feel like that's the only like, way well, we'll I see can, what I happens can, but can, i'm pretty sure I, they I, can I, tell you um i can't imagine mr t not talking like anything other than mr t though like he's, you made it sound very like oh hi, i'm picking up my newspaper like, i'm here to pick <laughs> up my newspaper fool and i pay the fool don't tell me the news now fool he definitely has a huge personality um i i think that um you know, I, I, I don't know. I think I might vote the same way because when I think of someone who's a, who's a fighter, that's what they're, they're bred to fight. You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. raised 
to be a killing machine. So it's like like Mike Tyson. Um, I, I I think he is damaged because he he that's all he knows is just fighting. You know, yeah. We, well, we get leeway because it's a success story. You no, know, he did beat his wife, and so that's you know that's bad that's news. True. But um, but, but the other part of me is like, well, are you shocked that he beat his wife? Because <laughs> that's all he knows is to hit people. You know, he's he's like a, I don't know. I I, have, yeah, I, I don't I'm know. Actually, who, I'm gonna go opposite ends here because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to with Wolf myself because he was just a prick. And for example, he looks there's like a scene in the picture. movie. Where he's like playing against Emilio Estevez in a one-on-one hockey, and he's losing, and he knows that Emilio Estevez has a has a hurt ankle, which is why he couldn't play pro, and he smashes him with a stick. So that's just a dick. Meanwhile, Clubber Lang, oh, on the other hand, move. was training, and he was hungry, and he yeah, he says some mean shit like a like for example, he he looks over at Adrian, he goes, "The Frat Chat Podcast presents Carlos does his Mr. T impression." Hey, woman, listen here, you says your old man ain't got no heart. Maybe you like to see a real man. You know, bring your pretty little self over to my apartment tonight, and I'll show you a real man. That was Carlos does his Mr. T impression, brought to you by the Fragile Podcast. And it's like, yeah, that sounds mean, but that's what you say before a boxing fight to rile up your opponent. You know, you want to yeah. piss him off. And since Mr. T didn't kill anybody, like Ivan Drago killing Apollo Creed and feeling absolutely no regret, I'm going to go with actually Wolf the Dentist this time around. I think my thing with the last round was that Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed and then showed no remorse about it. So that right there went past Roy Rage. But I think meanwhile, in this side here, I think Cleverland was kind of justified in being a mean, angry motherfucker. And he was like growing up in the hood and with nothing. So he needed to be ruthless in order to get to the top. Uh, Wolf was just a douche so i'm yeah. wolf me too yeah. all right all right so he's moving on and now we are last we're down to the last of the sports movies and this guy he was billed up as the scariest son of a bitch you ever saw you do not go get the ball if it goes over the fence people just don't do it just let it go because if you do the beast will get you he is the beast from the Sandlot. And he is up against a ruthless killer, a ruthless fighter. He was in the Kumite, and he was just smashing everybody around. And he even tried to kill Jean-Claude Van Damme's best friend in the Kumite, but he couldn't do it because he was too big. He is Chong Lee. Um, Chong Lee almost sounds like Chung Lee, and that's, that was the girl from Street Fighter. That is, yeah. Was that a dig? Off. Was that a dig? Ooh. I don't know. Um, I so okay. So the beast in Sandlot, it's a puppy. You know, it's yeah. Actually, it turned out to be a misunderstood dog. That if everybody was just knocked on the goddamn door door way earlier, maybe they would found out it's not evil because it was kind of nice. I loved Sandlot so much that I uh, ultimately got a mastiff as a pet. I do love like a giant dog like that. I would totally have one of those. Oh, such a such a great great dog to have. Um. They, they, their, their bark is worse than their bite 
So, so yeah. maybe if I'm personal Meanwhile, Chan experience. Lee was just a dick. Like, Chan yeah. Lee, like, for example, he's losing in the main event of the Kumite, and he reaches in to, I think he had, he had him in his underwear, I guess, and he throws some, like, sand in Jan Claude Van Damme's eyes. So, Jan yeah. Claude Van Damme had to, to learn to fight him blind, essentially. It's like, no, I, I'm voting for Chong Lee to move forward because he's a dick. And he tried to kill Jan Claude Van Damme's yeah. friend in the movie. Meanwhile, a dog, the beast, turned out to be a good boy. Okay, since we're both in agreement, Sean Lee moves on. So now we're down to the final category of this week's episode. And this one, this one can be tough. I don't know. So the first one we have, this man will haunt pretty much your day-to-day life. He will give you... He will give you daydreams almost, like daymares. You know, he'll give you hallucinations of some evil, evil shit. He is from It. He is Pennywise. And he is up against the guy who, on the other hand, he likes to haunt your dreams to make them nightmares. Uh-oh. With his very scary gloved hand with hooks on it, or with, with knives, I should say. He is Freddy Krueger. Okay, so they... This is a very well-matched round, I must say. I think so, too. I think so. Um, but why the fuck is Pennywise always wearing a dress? Well, maybe Pennywise is a little bit of a drag queen. You never know. <laughs> maybe. Well, this is a tough one. Now, they, now, they're both, like, aren't they both predators? they both yeah. like kids. So I hate them both. Yikes. Which is, it's like the it, it, I feel like I'm voting for a president, you know. So let's go with two evils. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> uh, that's the sad truth. That's where we're um, at. <laughs> I will say Freddy Krueger gave me nightmares as a kid. Yeah, Freddy Krueger um, terrified me. And technically, he doesn't have to come at night. Like there was the scenes in a couple of them where the kids fall asleep at school, and then Freddy Krueger comes gets them there. So as long as oh, you yeah. fall asleep, he can get you, which is kind of fucked up. So well, I don't know. I'd be being too scared to sleep would fuck me up more, I think, than just wandering through the day because the more that you don't sleep, the more tired you are, which will make you more irrational and crazier already. So whatever Freddy Krueger's doing to you to begin with will be even scarier. So I think Freddy Krueger would move on. Well, opinion. I have EpiPens just in case. You can never be too ready, right? Um, be ready. I, I think I I think I'm gonna agree with you because um, <laughs> you know, to be honest, um, the the movie It originally with uh, it was like 20 years ago with the original cast. Oh yeah. Um, Pennywise was not scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, the, the, the ending was kind of hilarious when they do the battery acid thing. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? And it's a giant spider. Freddy Krueger is my vote. Like that that that, that wrecked right. me as a kid. <laughs> All right. This next one I think is going to be tough. Because these are both masked silent killers that haunted yeah. haunted ours through the 80s, I guess, and 90s. The first one is Jason Voorhees with his hockey mask. And the second one is Mike Myers. Not to be known, not to be confused with, yeah, baby, Austin Powers, Mike Myers. He's Michael yeah. Myers from Halloween. So this one's tough. This one's tough. Well, keep in mind that Jason... Damn. Craziness runs in the family because his mom was batshit nutso, too. Right, right. Evil just runs in the, in the bloodline. No, Michael Myers had... Um, his family did all they could 
They put him in a home. You know, they should have they should have put him in a bag and thrown him in the Hudson River, but they put him in yeah. a home. And, and, and they were even just though, too lazy. I guess maybe deep down they were hoping that somewhere deep down there's some sort of like rehabilitation they could do with him, but <laughs> not so much. Um, See, I think what what ruins it for me is that Jason's movies, I guess, like they made so many of them that just turn out to be but awful that it's kind of hard. I think I think his legacy was ruined for me a little bit versus the yeah. Michael Myers legacy. Like even the new ones that came out are fucking sick. This this latest one that came out that brought Jamie Lee Curtis back into the mix was awesome. Yeah. So I think Michael Myers has had more of a long term effect. And he seems more realistic as far as something that could actually happen. Like this could be an insane giant man who breaks out and kills people more than Jason Voorhees, who just <laughs> seems to be more like a ghoul ghost type thing. So I'm really torn like with to this one. Fight. I like to think, you know, deep down, you know, I, I would hope that, um, I don't know. I feel like a villain should like be, like have some sort of sex appeal and I feel like if I took the clothes off of both of them I would be more impressed with Michael Myers so um sorry sorry Jason but you're just gross and you don't make the cut I'm go- I'm voting for Michael yeah that is a very weird way to judge this <laughs> but I agree so okay I'm surprised we've agreed so much I like it alright I'm moving on now we are gonna pit these two psychotic killers against each other. The first one uses his mind to put together uh, escape means almost. He almost plans escape rooms where the consequences are deadly. And if you don't get out in time, you die. He is Jigsaw from Saw. And he's up against, honestly, a guy who is in charge. He's part of one of the most iconic scary movie scenes of all time. And the shower scene, uh, and the where, 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 where? He is Norman Bates. Don't mess with his mother from Psycho. Was that a um, Alfred Hitchcock movie? Yes, yes, it was. Um, Bates scared scared me more. Yeah, I'm I Norman Bates to this day is just like one of the scariest villains in movie history to me like that last monologue he has where at this point it's all from the mindset of the mom but it's in his body and it's all the police station and it's just so menacing and evil and literally he's sitting there completely peaceful you know and just with this almost like nice smile on and then you reveal from the mother that she's just biding her time until next time where she will keep killing and then he smiles away Oh, it's so well done. It's just so creepy still. Check out that movie if you haven't in a long time, or if you never have. It's it's an oldie, but it's definitely a goodie. So I guess Norman Bates is moving on. You know what? Saul is, has some of the worst acting. And some, some of the Saul movies are just so stupid that I yeah. can't appreciate a villain if it's not a, a well-fledged-out, like, like, thought-out premise. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, like... So it just seems like too much effort, a little unrealistic, all the things that they have to go through. It seemed like more gore for gore versus, you know, someone like Norman Bates. There are people like that on the world. Totally. And they can happen. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely um, definitely agreeing with Norman Bates. And moving on. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about 
a different kind of psycho, an American psycho. And this one is played by the youthful Christian Bale. Yeah. And and he is a different kind of psycho because he is a rich boy playboy that pretty much has everything in life, it seems. But in addition to everything going well for him in his cutthroat business life, he also has a cutthroat personal life because he is Patrick Bateman and he likes to kill people. Yeah. And he is up against another quite intellectual figure who also has a hidden passion for killing people. But this one doesn't just stop there. He likes to eat them, too, with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. (laughs) He is Hannibal Lecter. And note, this is Hannibal Lecter played by uh, Anthony Hopkins, not that butthole Mad Mickelson jerk. So I personally, you know, Patrick Bateman's character is pretty ruthless of a guy, but Hannibal Lecter... You know, he was just so evil, so smart. Know, Patrick Bateman, at the end of the movie, I, I wasn't so sure if he was actually, like, a serial killer or if it was all, like, delusion. That's true. All in his head that he thinks everything. But Hannibal Lecter yeah. definitely ate people. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And he was a ruthless son of a bitch. And he was so smart, too, you know. And he was also an FBI uh, profiler because he was a psychiatrist, you know, so he used his brain for evil in every way possible and used it to get away with it. So yeah. I think Hannibal has to move on. I agree. Cool. Well, that was easy. I'll take it. Okay. And now for the last one in horror, we're going to keep the Silence of the Lambs train going by asking you one question and one question only, Sima. Would you fuck me? So I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. <laughs> well, we have Buffalo Bill against a guy who also had an affinity for using victim skin to make clothes, but he didn't make clothes, he made masks. This is Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Both guys love to make clothes out of people they killed, but Buffalo Bill was a little more psychotic versus Leatherface was more of like, kind of like a killing meathead is the way I look at him, you know? What do you think here? Uh, This is very well matched as well because they both suck. Um, Yeah. I mean, they they both were like batshit crazy. I don't think either of them have any redeeming qualities. Um, I I will say that um, I think Leatherface scares me a little bit more Simply because um, his family supported his actions. That's true. So if only my family supported my actions, I too can be like him. <sighs> you see, Mom? God damn it. And he... I feel like he'll come out of nowhere, and he's very strong. Uh, yeah, this I, I'm with you. I think Leatherface, he's just so ruthless, too, and like he, he'll hang you on like uh, like a giant hook and let you bleed out, you know? I think Leatherface would be scarier as well. Buffalo Bill is more realistic, but that's not really what we're pitting against here in this tournament. So I got to go with Leatherface. Yeah. And then if you fuck with Leatherface, you fuck with the whole family. I mean, the whole right. town is going to And they're all coming at you. Up. And they're all even worse than him. So I'm with you. Okay. Well, Leatherface moves forward. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for catching our first ever The Frat Chat Podcast Tournament of Movie Doom and other bad stuff, too. Brought to you by The Frat Chat Podcast. And, of course, we'll be back next week to finish out this bad boys so you can find out just who the baddest of them all is. And before we go, make sure you give our sweet, sweet sponsor a follow at The Moon Life Clothing on Instagram. And make sure you check out their website, themoonlife.com. And... Also, check out our good buddy, Gazzo. He's got good shit. He makes our theme music. He is amazing. He just put out stuff with Jordan Sparks. Check him out via Gazzo Music on Instagram and on Twitter, at Gazzo. And that's it. That's all I got. So, Simo, I think it's time for us to get out of here. And when we're done with this, you make sure to get your ass right to the movie screen and watch The Mighty Ducks, all three of them. You got to do it. Do okay, it. then while I'm watching that, you should watch Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, and I want to know how much of a bitch you think Christy um, Christensen was. Deal. And we will report back next week because oh. this was only round one. Now the brackets will continue, and these characters will face off against each other into a free-for-all of badness when they all meshes in on the Frat Chat Podcast. So, Mr. Mo, we kept each other long enough. I think you should signal for us to get us out. And can I just, can I just add that, um, unfortunately, to our gay followers, these guys will not be duping it out in oil. Uh, there'll be no wrestling. It's all just, you know, figuratively. So I'm Not sorry yet, but anyone. we technically don't own the rights. However, uh, you know, while I can't be uh, naked, oiled up Hans Gruber, I can be naked, oiled up Franz Gruber, and they can't sue me for that. So, you know, uh, you can follow us at our OnlyFans on Frat Chat Podcast, <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And a second. All right, so that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Love you guys. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.